Hey there, this is Red Zone Redemption, a fantasy football podcast, part of the Roto Heat Network. Make sure you follow us on your preferred podcasting network. We should be on there. And this is your host, FF Shane B. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome to another episode of Red Zone Redemption. I'll be your host for the night, Shane, and I'm solo tonight because I forgot to reach out to our rotating guest host, so stick with me tonight. This one will probably end up being pretty quick, so we're going to just jump right into our first section, and that is waivers. So we've got Kenneth Walker as your priority waiver player. You are spending at least 20% of your starting free agent auction bidding budget and he is currently rostered on 58% of sleeper 47.7% on ESPN if he is available I don't feel like this is too bold you need to spend all of your fab that you have left on him this kid was my rookie 101 and that was a little bit trying to go against consensus I hadn't seen it with Brees I still Still believe in Kenneth Walker as a player and believe this is ultimately going to be where his breakout comes from because now Rashad Penny is out for the season due to a broken leg that he is having surgery on. Kenneth Walker is going to step into the starting role at Seattle for their running back position and I feel like he's going to take over. And we're going to see why he was rising up draft boards throughout the, uh, the draft process. Kenneth Walker, if he's there, bid all of your free agent bidding. Use your highest priority on him if it's just regular old waivers. Do whatever you have to do to get him on your team. He's going to be a league winner. Number two is Devin DuVernay. This is a guy that I shouted out earlier in the season thanks to People's Pin on Twitter, Andy Singleton. We saw... DuVernay involved in the Ravens offense last night in a multitude of different ways because Bateman was out. He's currently rostered on 59% of sleeper leagues and 24% on ESPN. I think this kid is uber talented. He's been involved in the offense before Bateman was out. And then last night, they just tried to get him the ball in every way, shape, or form that they could think of. And I really enjoyed the creativity that they had with DuVernay. Because of that, he's someone that I want on my team and probably in my flex positions for the remainder of the season, especially if you play in a league where you get kickoff yards and punt return yards for individual players. So Devin DuVernay is our second player. I'm spending at least 15% of your starting budget on him because I really believe in the talent and think he will continue to produce, even when Bateman comes back. I think this offense is going to continue to be one of the best offenses in the league. And then finally, this is one of my favorite late tight end targets in the offseason, and now he's stringing together a handful of good games, and that's Hayden Hurst. He's currently rostered on 39% of sleeper leagues and 25.3% of ESPN leagues. If T. Higgins misses any more time, it looks like Hurst is the guy that's going to fill, I won't say that full role, because nothing can replace T. Higgins, in my opinion, in that offense. But if he's gone, Hurst seemed to be the one that Burrow was more comfortable going to with T. Higgins out. And I honestly just think Hurst is going to be a capable 
tight end for you. He's tight end 11 on the season right now, and I believe that will just continue to rise as this offense figures it out and gets clicking. Let's move on to some starts and sits. So we have hit bye weeks, people, and this week on bye, you have Detroit, Houston, Tennessee, and the Las Vegas Raiders. If you have players on those teams, you're going to need replacement players. That's going to be people like DeAndre Swift, Amon Ross St. Brown, Damian Pierce, Brandon Cooks, The King, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Derek Carr, potentially Robert Woods, Ryan Tannehill, potentially Davis Mills, Jared Goff even, who has been relatively fantasy relevant so far this year. So we're going to dive into two starts and two sits for each position, starting with the quarterback. And my first one, I've been picking on him all year. I picked my guy Baker to go off against them, and that offense was just is putrid. So this week, we're going Geno Smith against the Arizona Cardinals. Geno has been fantasy relevant all year. He's looked really good, and they're playing Arizona, who is a bad defense. So I am comfortably starting Geno Smith this week. Excuse me. My next player on the list is Kirk Cousins versus Miami. Miami's defense is not living up to what I thought they could potentially be. This team is just in a state of flux with the different injuries that they've had, specifically on the offensive side of the ball. And I think the Vikings, with their new head coach, new offensive system, and the way that they are currently looking, are probably going to end up running Miami out of town. So go Kirk Cousins this week. For sits for quarterback, I'm sitting Cooper Rush against the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a great story. I'm loving that the Cowboys are 4-1 and one at this point. Eagles are the only undefeated team in the league, and I think that continues. Their defense is very good, and their offense, while being a bit slower the last couple of weeks, is still something that is very good. So, I'm sitting Cooper Rush. And this may even be a bit hot takey. If Dak Prescott comes back this week, I may consider sitting him as well. Because that's how good I think Philadelphia's defense is. The other sit for quarterbacks is Matt Ryan. He's been inefficient. You've probably already benched him. You've potentially already cut him. But he's playing Jacksonville. Jacksonville's defensive line has been decent at getting pressure this year. And the Colts' offensive line has been not good at protecting against it. So I think Matt Ryan has a long afternoon ahead of him against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And believe that Jacksonville will come away with the win. And you need to sit Matt Ryan for fantasy. Next, let's move on to running backs. This player, if you had him on your starting lineup this week, probably disappointed you. But I think this week will change that. The Green Bay Packers are playing the New York Jets. And I believe that they are going to have a get-right game. Because if I remember correctly, Matt LaFleur has an incredible record. After a loss. And I think this is going to be one of those games. I also believe that when. If I remember correctly. After they lose. They get back to running the ball. And that is how they beat teams. Which means you need to start. A.J. Dillon this week. In your running back slot. And then my other one we just talked about. In the waiver section. And it's Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker is obviously. On the Seattle Seahawks. With Geno Smith. Who is playing. Arizona. Now, Arizona, I believe, 
is 13th ranked against fantasy running backs, but they did not do very well against Christian McCaffrey, and I'm not saying that Kenneth Walker is anywhere near the talent level of what Christian McCaffrey is. Christian McCaffrey, when healthy, is one of the best players in the league. Kenneth Walker is a good running back, I think, and I think we'll be able to expose this Arizona defense. Next, let's move on to our sits. This one hurts me a little bit personally because I love this kid. I think he's having a great bounce-back year, scoring a lot of touchdowns. And that right there should be your tip to sit Clyde Edwards-Alaire, CEH versus the Buffalo Bills. This game is going to be a lot of fun, but Buffalo's defense is still really good. You need to sit CEH this week. I, If the Chiefs are going to put up a lot of points to keep up with the Bills, I do not believe it's going to be through the run game. CEH may have a touchdown receiving, but I don't see him getting very far as a rusher in this game. And then my other set is someone who's probably a flex, maybe an RB2 for you, depending on how your draft strategy went. And it's Kareem Hunt playing the New England Patriots. New England is currently third against fantasy running backs. Hunt is the second string running back in this offense. And the Browns have just not looked themselves. They've shot themselves in the foot in a couple weeks back to back. And I don't necessarily see this being a very high scoring game with the level of offense that will be there. All right, and as we usually do, we're going to flip it to sits first for wide receivers and tight ends. I believe you need to sit Romeo Dobbs versus the Jets. The Jets actually have a fairly decent secondary, and I believe Romeo Dobbs could see a little bit of Sauce Gardner action, and that's not some sauce that I want to dip myself in. So you need to sit Romeo Dobbs this week against the Jets. My next sit is a little controversial because the Chargers have not lived up to, again, what I thought their secondary could be. They're 25th against fantasy wide receivers. But with the way the Denver offense has looked so far, I do not want to trust them yet. And so I think you should sit Cortland Sutton, who has been one of the bright spots on that offense. I just think this is going to be a bad week for them. Let's move on to our starts. And they're actually playing against each other, so that's fun. I'm going Chris Godwin for Pittsburgh. Sorry, Chris Godwin against Pittsburgh. And George Pickens for Pittsburgh against Tampa Bay. Pittsburgh's defense without TJ Watt has been atrocious. And the Bucks' offense needs a get-right game. And I think it's coming against Pittsburgh's horrible defense. Obviously, you're going to start Mike Evans. Chris Godwin may be an obvious start for you too, but he's been battling some injury, so I think it's perfectly acceptable to put him on this list. I think he's going to have a very big game because he fills that slot across the middle role for Tom Terrific. And then George Pickens, since Kenny Pickett has taken over, has two double-digit fantasy games in a row. I believe that is going to continue. This kid is phenomenal, and he's not going to see the number one corner because that is going to be put on Deontay Johnson. I think where Tampa Bay probably lacks in their secondary is their second corner, and that means George Pickens will be able to expose that. And let's say that they put their second corner on Chase Claypool for whatever reason. Then George Pickens is on their third corner, and he's definitely going to eat there. Even though I don't fully believe in Pickett, 
I do trust the connection between Pickett and Pickens, so you should start George Pickens this week. Next, let's move over to the tight end. I've got a prove-it guy that hasn't been on this list before, and I think it is to chalk up to his current quarterback situation, who we already mentioned. So Dalton Schultz is playing against Philadelphia this week. Since Dak Prescott is hurt, he has not posted, I think, more than one fantasy point total over the last three to four weeks. So you and he did miss a week with injury, if I remember correctly. So I am sitting Dalton Schultz this week and probably until Dak gets back because in week one, he had nine targets, seven catches. Since then, not nearly as effective. Since week one, he missed week three. He had four target. He's had eight total targets since week one in four weeks. You need to sit Dalton Schultz this week. Now, hopefully he gets healthy, Dak gets healthy, and in week seven they both come back and light the world on fire against Detroit. And then my next hit is actually Hayden Hurst. I know we talked about him earlier as a waiver wire pickup. New Orleans has not played any fantasy-relevant tight ends except for Kyle Pitts. And Kyle Pitts, they actually did succeed against. He had two catches on seven targets. I don't know. I don't recall if that was due to quarterback play, scheme, or what. But I am benching Hayden Hurst against New Orleans as they are the fourth best fantasy defense against tight ends. So I'm sitting Hurst this week and relying on someone else for the tight end position. And here are two names that you could probably rely on. And it's Zach Ertz against Seattle, ironically enough. We're flip-flopping on that game. And Robert Tunyon against the Jets. Seattle is struggling against the tight end. Zach Ertz is having a good year. That is just a nice match made in heaven. And Robert Tunyon, the Jets, like I did mention earlier, their secondary is decent against wide receivers. However, against tight ends, I believe they were 18th in giving up fantasy points. So I believe Robert Tunyon is due for a good game this week against the Jets. And then let's move on to everyone's favorite. That's only a hint of sarcasm. And that's defense and special teams. So obviously I mentioned the Tampa Bay-Pittsburgh game. I do not trust Kenny Pickett. Tampa Bay's defense is decent. And I believe the whole team is looking for some type of game to really get them on a roll, get them comfortable, get them fired up, whatever you want to call it. And I think this is the week against a weak Pittsburgh team. And the next is the Rams versus Carolina. The Panthers finally fired Matt Rule, and I couldn't be happier as a Panthers fan. I do question this call from myself because typically when a coach gets fired, we see the team perform above expectation. And I think that could happen this week as well with Carolina. The problem is the Rams have Aaron Donald against the Panthers defensive line and Jalen Ramsey against DJ Moore. I just, I don't see a world where PJ Walker is going to beat that defense. Even with the way they've been playing, I just don't see it. Our offensive line's not good enough. Play calling, I'm hoping will improve, but I don't expect it to, immediately at least. And P.J. Walker is a backup quarterback in the NFL. This could be a really rough week. 
I know people are going to be like, oh, Baker sucks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Baker sucks. He's been, he was hurt in the end of the game. Offensive line has been poor. Matt Rule is not a good head coach, blah, 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 blah. Start the Rams this week. P.J. Walker's throwing at least one pick. Call it now. And then your sits, I actually want you to sit the Buffalo defense. I know how hard that's going to be, but they're playing Kansas City. Kansas City always struggles with the Vegas Raiders. That's what they're doing right now on Monday Night Football. Having a little bit of a comeback. It's 20-10, to 10, or it was when I sat down to start recording this. I just expect this game to be a shootout, and so you're going to get dinged for points scored if you start the Buffalo defense, in my opinion. I don't expect this to be a defensive battle. Ultimately, I'm hoping for a shootout, and I think it will be. And if that's the case, you do not want to touch either of these defenses, but especially Buffalo, because you probably drafted them to be your number one defense. And then I've also got Denver for a very similar reason. Denver has been struggling as a team, and they're getting Justin Herbert and the Chargers, who scored 30 against what I think is a pretty decent Cleveland defense. And I don't expect... Denver to win this game, to be completely honest. I think the Chargers will end up putting a lot of points on them. Whether that's a combination of Eckler, Mike Williams, and Josh Palmer, or Eckler, Mike Williams, and hopefully Keenan Allen coming back, we'll see. But I am sitting Denver if I have them this week. All right, let's move on to some trades. So I'm throwing in a sell high and a sell low with our buy high and our buy low. So buy high is Brees Hall, and the reason for that for me is he just had 197 scrimmage yards. Well done, Rook. I don't know if that's his... I mean, it's crazy to say. I don't know if that's his ceiling, at least not from a fantasy perspective. So go try and get Brees Hall while you can because I think he could ultimately top this performance and then his price gets higher. My sell high is Dalvin Cook. Finally had a game where he scored 25 points. However, he had, he seeded the most snaps he ever has to Alexander Madison in a game that he played. Madison, I believe, had 34 snaps, and Cook had a 57% snap share. So I'm trying to sell high and capitalize on Dalvin Cook's good performance because it was more efficient. I don't believe Dalvin Cook is that type of player, someone who's going to capitalize on his efficiency. My buy low, someone we've talked about, is actually Dalton Schultz. Like I mentioned, he has not had more targets than in three weeks with the game that he missed than the one week that he had with Dak Prescott. Rumor has it that Dak is not going to be back this week so far from what I've heard, and so I am fully comfortable trying to go acquire Dalton Schultz before Dak Prescott gets healthy because Dak likes to target Dalton Schultz, as we saw in week one with nine targets. So go get Dalton Schultz. He's probably pretty cheap because the owner's going to be frustrated. You drafted Dalton Schultz as a top 12 tight end, and he has not given you that since week one at all. So go get Dalton Schultz this week and thank me later on in the season. And then I'm going with a sell low. And I know that's counterintuitive, like our buy high. But I'm selling Kenny Pickett. I am going to find somebody that still believes in him. I don't have a ton of shares, if any, because I don't believe in him. I think he's at his ceiling at best right now. 
The Steelers' offensive line is not going to get any better in season. So sell low, get what you can for him right now, because I don't think it's getting any better this year. If you're in a dynasty league, I'm still selling low on him because I just I don't think he's any better than some of the quarterbacks that are coming out in this next class in 2023. So I am more than comfortable selling Kenny Pickett. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up the show. Thanks for listening. This was a quick one. Like I said, hopefully you will enjoy it on your way to work or on your way back from work, and then you can go and win those waivers. If you have any more waiver questions, feel free to shoot those over to me on Twitter at FFShaneB or at FRZRedemption, which is the show's Twitter handle. I will answer all DMs as fast as I can, and that includes trades, Start sits, waivers, you name it, I will answer that for you as best as I can. Thanks again for listening. This has been Red Zone Redemption, where we help you make the moves to redeem your fantasy season. Thanks.